0: Hi and welcome to OA on Air via Social Distancing, I'm Kyan Isaacson. Like many of you, our team here at O'Neill & Associates is working from home and practicing social distancing for the direction of Governor Baker. As a result, we'll be bringing you remote editions of OA on Air in the coming weeks and providing content and discussions to keep you up to date, informed, and hopefully even entertained from time to time. For this week's remote episode, Tom O'Neill is talking to Senior Director Jen Crouchin from our federal relations practice about news and updates out of Washington, D.C.
1: I don't know what episode this is, Jen. I think it's like the 82nd episode or 83rd episode. We've missed one or two because of the coronavirus outbreak. But uh, anyway, we're back on the air with, with our podcast. And uh, Jen Dunphy Crouchin. Is the is a is a person who's there to ask questions, so it's nice to be with you, Jen.
2: It's great to talk to you, Tom.
1: And you've been watching you. the store for us on the federal front to find out not this uh, stimulus package of of yesterday and today, but the other two as well, and what it all means and mm-hmm. what people can expect from it all. Um, well, I will say one thing: it it surely has picked up on the capital markets, um, and it's restored, I think, some confidence having both the house and senate republican and democrat come together to vote for these these three packages of, of stimulus for the economy yeah. I mean, devastation within the economy being wreaked by the covid 19 virus is just an extraordinary thing and uh, i think economically it probably shows worse as we go down the road here in the immediate term but uh, at least there's some salvation and some help coming in from the federal government and from the state and local governments as well here in Boston and Massachusetts. Anyway, it's great to be with you, Jen.
2: Yeah, likewise, likewise. Thanks for having me. I mean, it's certainly, I mean, you know better than me, Tom, but it's amazing to see in the fractured situation that Congress is in right now to truly be able to step up to the task and be able to pass not one, but certainly two major Uh, coronavirus packages in less than two weeks to really start to address the needs of the front line, but also certainly of every industry. And I don't think you can find any business line or industry that hasn't been affected who didn't bring their case for advocacy to the Hill um, in the last two weeks. So certainly there was a lot of winners, there was a lot of losers, and, you know, already discussion of an additional round, a uh, fourth stimulus package that will be necessary to one- provide some technical corrections from uh, the most recent bill that was passed, and then certainly to address some of the areas that did not receive uh, relief or um, the level of funding that was required um, for their industry or business. So, but certain-
1: uh, Go ahead. I think, we, I think we want to talk about the, the, the things coming in from Washington that are uppermost in people's mind as we watch people in need getting taken care of, and especially the front line, the front line would say, you know, what's going on with our healthcare providers, what's going on in our hospitals, are they getting, are they getting the masks and the gowns and the ventilators they need? Is the federal government stepping up? And in the stimulus package, it certainly shows, albeit as late as it is, that the, the, the Congress of the United States has stepped up uh, and to do the job and to get this job done so that we have not only within our hot centers around the country, but in every area of the country, enough hospital beds with ventilators, with enough protective masks and gowns so that our caregivers can do it in some degree of confidence uh, without being challenged by getting the coronavirus themselves.
2: And certainly there were provisions, most definitely in the most recent um, package that was um, really just passed by the Senate last night and the House will take up tomorrow. Um, But is that money going to be in the hands of those that need it Monday? No, unfortunately not. Yeah. I think what we're going to see is that a lot of the agencies are still trying to come up with the programs and the methodology for distributing this money. Uh, you know, for example, I think a lot of people are interested in, you know, when am I going to get the $1,200 check for, you know, the cash that they're trying to get in people's pockets, um, that individual kind of stimulus money. You know, certainly the Treasury Department and Social Security Department, and um, they need to collect the most recent tax information. So if you haven't filed your most recent tax filing for 2019, they're going to go off of 2018. If you don't already enroll in direct deposit, you're going to receive a check. Well, a check could take multiple weeks to um, cut, or certainly uh, if they're talking about doing a debit card. So on that level, it's going to take a few weeks now. The agencies have to play catch-up to everything that's been put out there. Um, and the money will start to to trickle out, um, certainly, though, not um, Monday, but in the next couple of weeks, which even then for some areas would be a um, conservative timeline.
1: Right. So here's, here's, here's first of all, what we what we need is is government leadership at every level. And you're right. You know, what we're going to have, we're going to have a delay in getting this money to individuals. We're going to have some delay in getting money to hospitals. We're going to have even more delay in getting money to the, you know, to the hottest hit industries that need money. I'm talking about airlines. I'm mm-hmm. talking about airports. I'm talking about hospitals. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about hospitality arenas. Mm-hmm. But we have governors and we have, uh, we have treasury folks in Washington as well as local folks, kind of imploring, at the local level, landlords not to land on tenants mm-hmm. who can't come up with payment until these checks come in and pushing it off, making sure banks are simpatico, making sure that that loans are going to be allowed, not loans, but mortgages are going to be allowed to be deferred until people get money in their hands so that they can pay these bills. The federal government has done the same thing by putting off the ability to file a 19, a 2019 tax return by, by three months. Now your point earlier about if you can get it filed, the chances of you as an individual earning less than 75000 or less as a couple of 150000 in the household, you're eligible for that $1,200 and $500 per child. Yeah. If you were to file your income tax today, your chances are you'd get that check a little sooner. If you don't file it before the July 15th deadline, then what we have is a situation where the IRS then has to go back and kind of look at 2018 again more time. So... Mm-hmm. You know, We're asking people in need to get those things filed as best you possibly can and as quickly as you possibly can mm-hmm. so you can get re- refunds and you can get that check, which will help offset the bills coming through the door.
2: I think you made a really great point, though, too, Tom, is that we are relying, like you said, on governors and mayors and the locals to really kind of allow for that grace period of, like you say, talking to landlords and things like that. Right. And I think we will see that a lot of this money, um, because that's how a lot of programs run, will be federal money funneled to the states for them to distribute through existing programs. Right. So you're going to see that some states are better at handling this than others. Um, so you'll have to kind of make sure that not only are you following what's happening at the federal level, you know, how is this being implemented at the state level, certainly we saw that when we learned that the Small Business Administration was going to be putting together a disaster loan program for small businesses, Massachusetts stepped right up to the plate and collected an exorbitant amount of examples of cases of small businesses and what they would need and the impact they were having already in anticipating on the coronavirus. They had enough cases to submit and be designated to allow for uh, that disaster relief assistant loan program, which... I know right now I think the SBA website federally has been honestly inoperable the last two days because they're just overwhelmed with the number of applications and inquiries. So certainly part of that is also reaching out to your elected officials and talking to your local state agency about what they can be doing to help you. And certainly we're helping a lot of clients navigate through that process
0: right now.
1: Right. And it's really a, a very important process. And it's important that people kind of sit back and read as much as they can about the how and whys uh, you have access to the money, and whether you're eligible or not mm-hmm. for money. Mm-hmm. and And if you're not eligible, then you know make other ways, make other practical ways of of kind of reaching out and making things come uh, things come in balance. so that you're you're spending very wisely, and you're paying bills in as wise a fashion as you possibly can
2: and And certainly, no uh, business is not affected by you know a number of employees working from home number of our employees have, you know, uh, young children at home who are not going to school now until May 4th. You know, if there was some reason they were unable to do their job or they had to care for a family member or themselves who somehow comes down with coronavirus, there are now, um, you know, unemployment um, funding and mechanisms and new rules and regulations around that that we're sifting through now to help advise employers on how the best utilize that or if they're in a position where, unfortunately, they have to start laying people off or, you know, asking people to take time to, um, you know, mitigate the impact of their business. There are resources now that were put together um, in the coronavirus family first package and certainly some additional ones in this one as well, most recently.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, That's good information, by the way. Um, We also have the hospitality industry, which has been very hard hit. Mm -hmm. It's not only hotel workers, but it's restaurant and bar owners and their workers who are kind of turning out in the tens of thousands. Um, The federal government will help help those folks um, as long as they've been filing income taxes. And it's important for those folks as well, as long as they've had full-time jobs, uh, to go file for unemployment compensation. Because those programs are already there and have an ability to help um, so many restaurants and clubs and bars are utilizing, you know, pretty ingenious opportunities of issues like GoFundMe, which are happening all over the state of Massachusetts, because these bars and restaurants have very loyal patrons who want to make sure that their waitstaffs, the people that they interact with on, a, on an all very frequent basis, uh, are taken care of as well because there's a loyalty bond there, it's important. So I, I, see, no, definitely. I see very good things happening from government at all levels. Uh, there's a lot more that needs to be done as far as testing in hospitals is mm-hmm. concerned. Mm-hmm. Testing on the streets are concerned uh, mm-hmm. that we have cooperation in helping our, our first responders and our hospital workers and our folks working within our supermarkets and uh, our, our most essential workers who are keeping this economy and the society going. Getting people fed, getting people taken mm-hmm. care of, and uh, you know, it's all about well-being and making sure that we take care of ourselves as well as our neighbor as um, yes. best we possibly can. Yes. Okay, it's good talking to you, Jen. I hope um, I hope people have an opportunity to pay attention to it because it's some very good information in the podcast, and we'll be back at you in the next couple of days talking about this again. I'm sure. That would
2: be great. Yeah, there's a lot of information that will be coming out in the next week or so. And we'll be learning more guidance from the agencies and, you know, happy to talk about it more.
1: There you go. Thanks, Jen. Thank you very much.
2: Thanks, Tom.
0: On behalf of all of us here at O'Neill & Associates, we hope you and your families are staying safe and healthy. We're proud to continue our work during this time and we'll continue doing everything we can to keep you updated. For daily city, state, and federal updates on the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, please check out our website where updates are posted every morning. Talk to you next week.